Lunchtime Live on News Talk. Thanks to Video Doc. See a GP online anytime for prescriptions and sick notes. Download the Video Doc app. Videodoc.ie. This is Kira, and this is a Lunchtime Live podcast from News Talk. If you like what you hear, don't forget that you can subscribe via the app or on iTunes and make sure to check us out at newstalk.com forward slash lunchtime live. Thanks for listening. Now it is that lovely time on a Wednesday afternoon when I am joined by celebrity chef Gary O'Hallan, who of course is the culinary director at Baxter Story and an all-round foodie expert uh, on Lunchtime Live. And lots of you, before we get into the Wednesday night's dinner recipe, lots of you are still talking about the calorie counting, and I'm going to ask Gary about that now in a second, about the calorie counting on menus. Steve says, health isn't just about calories, Kira. It's about preservatives, it's about colourings, it's about e-numbers. Why aren't we talking about that? Someone else says, Kira, I think calorie counts on menus is a great idea. Restaurants are making too much of this and exaggerating the difficulty. It might encourage chefs to use less cream and butter in their recipes. Bring it on. And someone else says, Kira, this is a disgrace. I own a pub restaurant and I can't afford to baby people that can't eat properly. And that's from Simon. Uh, Gary, what do you make of the conversation around uh, calories on menus? Yeah, look, I can't believe actually this has come right back up again. I Apparently, it's, it's going to be in by the end of the year. That's what yeah, they're saying. Yeah, it's been it's been coming in and out of the media now for a while. I suppose it's been maybe the government and Simon Harris have been maybe testing things and an opinion out there to see what was how it was going to go down. But look, I don't know if Simon Harris and the government are planning on supplementing a lot of these restaurants that are already to the pin of their collars with with salaries and 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 worries about all other parts of business because yeah. it is difficult to make money in restaurants. This is this is something look that I suppose I have a two pronged attack on. I think like in a fast food environment where it's very definite and it's this that and the other, I can see the point. And again, I think common sense has to come in. Like if you need somebody to tell you that there's a lot of calories in a burger or fat uh, fat fried food or this that and the other, then I don't know. But in, in the restaurant game where people are going out to enjoy themselves with this that and the other, I just I just really don't buy into this at all like i think i think a lot of stuff has to come from food education and and how how kids are taught in primary schools right up to secondary level teach put more money into teaching people how to cook and children about food and this that and the other but you know possibly the traffic light system or this that and the other but the cost on small restaurants even big restaurants to go out analyze menus it's going to kill seasonality you're going to have a whole cost associated with spring summer autumn winter chefs that buy off day boats chefs that buy off farms menus that change in the middle of a season you're going to see a lot more laminated menus and and this is not going to be good yeah I presume you feel that if seasonality goes overall that the punter will be worse off because they won't be eating in a way as healthily as they would you know what I mean seasonality is good for us well, seasonality is key, and I suppose if chefs are buying, I mean, sometimes if you've got chefs, I could name a load of them, and it's how we would buy ourselves, and the weather affects farms, the weather affects the set and the other. So sometimes you could have a supply chain and an ingredient, Kira, and then all of a sudden there's a, there's a hurricane or a storm or bad weather, boats aren't getting out, so monkfish all of a sudden becomes prawns or prawns becomes cod yeah. or bream or garnered or whatever it'll be, and all of a sudden now you may not have like a lab to hand or you may not you, you have to do this dish you have to gram it out you have to you have to yeah. measure everything yeah, no, accurately I, I for take, it to be proper I completely take the difficulty for somebody at your level of, of chefing and menus changing daily and as you would expect from a really good restaurant and maybe the maybe the I don't like the tra- I, the traffic lights are really boring to me I just think it's a really boring yeah. way to eat I, I don't mind them telling me something is richer or not richer or whatever but it's, it's a bit yeah. bad. speaking of richer what are, what are we having for dinner? 
Oh yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> I suppose I, I nearly feel bad now because I did this. I did this really early this morning <laughs> before I actually started talking calorie counting. But I was going to go. I thought of an old friend of mine from Boston this week. I don't know why, but she was a girl from Cork. She used to get homesick a couple of times a year. Tell me she's coming in for lunch and she just wanted a Voulevant. We never had it on the menu. We never ever used it. And, I, and we, we we did something with pastry, just roll pastry in last week's program. So I just thought about a little puff pastry case yeah. and a simple little chicken and mushroom Voulevant. And basically. Hot pan, sweat off some shallots, and uh, and then add in some some chicken. Get a nice wee bit of colour in the chicken, a little bit of seasoning, salt, sea salt, and some white pepper. Then in with some mushrooms. Deglaze with a little bit of white wine. Reduce that, and then in with some uh, cream, double cream. Bring that down. You can hit that then with a tiny little bit of mixed up corn flour just to get it nice and thick. And right whenever the chicken then is cooked through, a nice very freshly chopped handful, small handful of curly parsley that you've just literally chopped, put it in there into a pastry case in an oven that you can just buy them already prepared. You don't need to be a hero about it. Put them in an oven at 180 for a few minutes to get the heat through them and then spoon on your chicken and mushroom boulevard mix. And I suppose it's one of these old school favorites yeah, totally. not, very, not very fashionable but I've yet to be at a wedding where a Voulevant is on the menu and everybody's like I'm having that I haven't had it in years they do you know what it. as you were making it there and I was I was with you I was walking through it with you I was thinking I didn't know you could make it with raw chicken which of course you can because it was always a thing that my mum would have made after Christmas or something with leftover turkey or le- you know what I mean leftovers oh, I. so I, I it suddenly struck me that I didn't even realise you could oh, make yeah. it you don't, you, don't, you don't have to you don't have to go roasting a turkey just to have a Voulevant here not at all or a chicken <laughs> oh that, that's some throwback in my head I was like what you can make it from like anyway that sounds quite delicious um, the other thing that you were going to talk about was the Cork restaurants that, that have, have won big at the restaurant awards yeah this is something that happened last week and I really really wanted to touch on it I think Irish food is in an unbelievable place right now yeah. I don't think there was enough noise made about this but uh, Dennis Cotter and Cafe Paradis so I mean I, I've been cooking recipes from Dennis Cotter he may not even know it for the guts of 20 odd years like his Gordon and Anne collaboration big plate collaboration won at the World Restaurant Awards he's been uh, collaborating with this farm which is amazing for the gut decades decades on end and then J.R. Ryle at Bal- the brilliant Ballymaloo House for his dessert trolley when I started my career many years ago in the Rosapena Hotel in Downings we had a dessert trolley I believe they still have it I would imagine there's not too many dessert trolleys going around Ireland but Gerald Ryle down in in Ballymaloo won for dessert trolley of the year and it's incredible to have Irish and JP McMahon from Anir uh, and Eurotox Ireland was on this panel as well. It's yeah. great to see now the Irish chefs and the judging panel. We are now being looked upon looked upon as a powerhouse in, in global food, and 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 this is just the start of things to come. So a big big hat tip. Uh, to both of them for leading the way and I'd imagine we'll start seeing more and more of this now yeah, through the it's, years it's and rightly good so. stuff and in fair, as you say and rightly so because we have some amazing chefs amazing restaurants and we really have some amazing ingredients and food here I think it's wonderful listen thank you for talking to me Gary I'll talk to you next week Take care. Mind yourself. That, of course, is Gary O'Hanlon there. Super celebrity chef and indeed uh, culinary director of Baxter Story. I'm afraid we are out of time on the Wednesday. I might read one more more text on calories. Someone says, Kira, I used to be a customer in a great tie, but since they started showing calories, I've stopped going. I don't need to know that my pad tie was 900 calories and my chicken wings were 600. It ruined the experience. I hear you. You don't have to change your habits, though. You just... Anyway, look, enough of that. We're out of time. Uh, Sean Moncrief is up next. Do stay tuned for him. My thanks as ever to Michael Quilligan on sound to the team Claire Darmody Emma Cawley and Kira Courtney we will be back at lunchtime live at 12 o'clock tomorrow but from me Kira, have a great day thank you for listening